are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN 10 Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center in beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place, and you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. The ceremony is about to begin. Bobby Krieger, the top player. John Densmore, percussionist, 22 years old. Far out. Uh, Pamela Morrison, ornament. Raymond Daniel Manzarek, 1212-39, position. Name, occupation. Uh, Jim. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the Sides day. are being chosen. The planet is screaming for change, Morrison. We gotta make the myths. Oh! You need to say the first shaman invented sex. They call him the one who makes you crazy. I'm the lizard king! I can do anything! Jim Morrison. The God of Rock. The guys at Network have told us that they have a little problem with the lyric, Girl, we couldn't get much higher. They asked if you could say instead, Girl, we can't get much better. Can you dig that? Girl, we couldn't get much higher. I love it when you sing to me. I'm the poet and you're my muse. Do you hear them out there? Do you they want now? Try drinking blood. Mr. Morrison, you've gone too far. You're a poet, not a rock star. What you gonna do for act three? say I was testing the bounds of reality. And now, rest from Los Angeles, California, ladies and gentlemen, here now, the door. Hello, this is Brian Johnson of ASADC, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cause. Welcome, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers, GoomtanTalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to visit our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us on our About page. And if you miss any of our past shows, there's 390 of them over the last seven and a half years on our archive page. Now, 391, which is the show we did last week, which is me, and uh, I haven't edited that yet because, again, I had a little bit of a computer issue. But other than that, I will get to it. Now, it's funny because, you know, we have 390, and 390 kind of, you know, what comes to mind is um, is the Ford stuff because I'm a Ford guy, so 390 motor. And 391 is also a significant number because 391 is the gear ratio in my car. So 391, that's a short set of gears. That's what we used to do for street racing. 
most guys are familiar with uh, 350s, 370s, 389s, 391s, 410s, 411s, 430s, 456s, 488s, 514s even. And I've actually had a set of 514 gears in the back of my car. But anyway, that was back in the good old days when we used to street race here in uh, sparkling downtown Clearwater. And uh, yeah, we really did. We actually just uh, dumped the clutch and smoked the tires and let it eat right down on Cleveland Street. That's back when it had two lanes and two directions. Of course, you can't do that now because they got these big giant concrete balls in the way and uh, some some sort of turnabout thing. But at any rate, good evening, Tommy. How you doing? I'm very well, Robert. How you doing? Okay, good. Yeah. So we got another fun-filled show. There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend again. There was a bunch of stuff going on this past weekend, and uh, so you know this is the time of the season. This weekend, let's see. Let's go to a Florida Car Show minute. FloridaCarshows.com, FLACarshows.com. That's where you can find out all about all the car shows going on in the state of Florida. But there's not only events taking place in Florida, there's a lot of events taking in, taking place in the southeast. Now, one of the events that's coming up here in a couple of weeks, actually this weekend, is one of my favorites. And unfortunately, i got something else that's on my table that I've got to go to that's equally as important or probably more important. But uh, this weekend up in Moultrie, Georgia, is the uh, Moultrie, Georgia swap meet. And that's just outside of Valdosta. So check that out, Google Moultrie, and that's a good place to buy parts. Um Probably one of the best swap meets in the southeast, that, and Charlotte, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Car shows, well, definitely go to FloridaCarshows.com. You can find out what's going on there. And our good friends over there at Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando seems to be the happening place. Around here, we got the usual stuff. You know, you got uh, Biff Burger, and you've got Quaker Steak and Lube, which I affectionately refer to as Goobers and Lubers. And um, that's pretty much the end of that. Uh, the upcoming events, we got Boca Car uh, Boca, 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 beep, beep, beep. the Boca Raton concourse coming up. And the big event, the big next one coming up is the um, Amelia Island concourse. And there's a number of auctions taking place up there. There's a number of car meetups, you could say, cars and coffee, and the Porsche Works reunion. That's a big deal for all you Porsche fans. But this weekend, one of the big events is the Guitar Expo. Or Orlando International Music Expo taking place at the Central Florida Fairgrounds in Orlando. Now, every year we have uh, some guests come on and we talk about that because, as you guys well know, nothing goes better with cars than guitars, okay? Cars and guitars, music, and uh, it's a lot of fun. In fact, one of the things I was going to share with everybody is, you know, going on right now next door to us here at Monty Nancy's is open mic night with uh, Harvey and the gang over there and a super guitarist by the name of Ron and another super guitarist, a bassist guitarist. And that's uh, Bob, super good guys over there, extremely well, um, I should say, talented. And then uh, on Wednesday nights, they have over at Brady's Barbecue over in uh, Safety Harbor, they got a Jimmy Dreamwell does a uh, open mic night. And you get some really super talent that shows up over there. That's probably one of the better ones in the area that I really, really, truly like. And then there's our friend Jody Young. Jody Young's a blues guitarist. And we're trying to get him to do a deal over at our favorite sponsors and our favorite barbecue hangout, the Rib Shack Barbecue at 426 West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. And we're going to do a blues and barbecue or barbecue and blues night. So we haven't figured out when exactly we're going to do that, but we're going to try to team up with those guys over there and do that. So we'll let you know on that. That should be a lot of fun. So, And I cannot emphasize enough how important music is, even if you play you know, a basic instrument, you know, Probably probably the piano, which is what I started with, is the easiest thing to learn. And then you can kind of move up into guitars. But the most important thing I can emphasize, and I'm sure all our guests this evening, we have a number of them coming on, we're going to talk to you about music, musical instruments, and how, how cool it is. It's just it's therapy. It's rewarding. It's just uh, it's gratifying. It's cool. It's something that everybody can identify with. And uh, it's not that difficult. It really isn't. Uh, music's just fun, you know. And anytime you can pick up an instrument, whether you pick up a harmonica, whether you pick up a guitar, whether you can sit down at a piano, play a violin, um, saxophone, any kind of uh, horn instrument, you know, you just, it, it's just, uh, it's cool, you know. So, hey, um, do we have somebody on the line or are we going to get, we do. We got. Uh, got your guest. I got my guest on. Okay, my first guest here is a friend of mine. I've known him for a number of years. He has a, a music store here in Clearwater. He's been a musician since he was a child, which is when most of us started playing musical instruments. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Jim Terry of Jim Terry Music. In Palm Harbor, Florida. Jim, how you doing? Very good. This is Robert. Yes, this would be me. How you doing, buddy? Good evening, sir. Thank you for your call. A great honor to be on your program. Well, thank you very much. Now, Jim, tell us a little bit about Jim Terry's music and what you got going on on there and how long you've been in music and how important music is. 
I can't think of anything more important uh, than, than music for, for everybody. If there's one depiction of history, and that is music at any given time, if you want to know what a period of history was like, listen to the music. In 1968, it's, it sounded like 1968. In 1950, it sounded like 1950. Extremely important, almost to the point of being spiritual. I started here in 83 uh, after moving here from uh, northeastern Ohio. Uh, and I've been at it ever since. So I'm beginning my 35th year here, um, and I'm up here on Curlew Road in Palm Harbor, uh, the very beginning of Palm Harbor, and uh, just have enjoyed virtually every every minute of it, which most music stores owners will probably uh, agree with. It's like uh, having our own man cave every day of our life. Passion is what drives you in the music, no different than no us car guys. No question about it. No question about it. So what was the first instrument you played? Um, well, uh, <laughs> a little history here. Back when I wanted to play guitar the, in uh, probably about 1959, uh, in my hometown in northeastern Ohio, the accordion was more popular than the guitar. <laughs> so some of the boomers will, will, will get a smile out of that. But anyway, <laughs> it was kind of hard set to find a guitar teacher. Uh, that might have even been before, before Mel Bay. But anyway, we did. It was definitely the guitar. Um, influences would have been crazy programs that most people have probably never heard of. Uh, Les Paul and Mary Ford with the King family. Um, Lawrence Welk show. Got to see Roy Clark once in a while. And, of course, Chet Atkins. Those were the influences that we had. And then, of course, 1964, fast forward, the Beatles boom and the music industry just absolutely exploded. It took the trombones and the trumpets and the accordions out of the music store. Well, it didn't take them out of it, but it moved them over and put room for the Telecasters and the Les Pauls and the P-Bases, and the rest is just history. So basically, I've seen the evolution from that standpoint of the guitar. And then uh, about three or four years into lessons, um, I picked up, uh, my music teacher also happened to be a, uh, a Hawaiian guitar or lap steel player, and, um, and I studied a year with him on that, and, uh, and uh, then eventually en ended up with the pedal steel guitar, and, and then just added fretted instruments to it, so anything with frets in, I'll give a try to. Okay, so fr but fretted, in so frets, for our listeners, is basically on string instruments, correct? Correct. Well, string instruments, yes, a, a fretted instrument is an instrument that has a fret, which would include, the, of course, all the guitars, acoustic and electric. It would include the mandolin, the ukulele, which is now tremendously popular, um, anything with frets on. A string instrument could be considered more like an orchestra instrument, like a violin, okay. a cello. It has no frets, and it's played with a bow. Okay. And uh, so, like... What, so tell us a little bit about Jim Terry, Jim Terry Music and how you got in the music industry So or the music business. So you have a music store. You sell mostly guitars, correct? And then you also give lessons to people that want to learn how to play the guitar, correct? Exactly. Well, the, the music mix, particularly here in the 34 years that I've been here in 83, uh, I moved down, of course, from northeastern Ohio, which where the economy was still mill and then things were falling apart. Uh, basically, when I graduated with a degree in marketing, uh, uh, from Youngstown State. Um, I went to get my corporate gig, and there was none to be had, so I just put the two together, uh, my music store and, uh, I mean, my love of music and my ability to, to be, you know, a marketing person, and uh, slowly but surely it all came together. Uh, there, after playing for several years, started playing about 15, but around 1983, the Jim Terry music itself had been together about about eight years, and actually one of the people one of the people losing their jobs in the mill made me an offer on my business, which afforded me to come down here in 83. And, uh, and then I just put it together, and I knew that I could always gig and make some money, Hundreds of dollars, as we say in the in the industry, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and I just kept putting it together, and in, in, in the time spent, we've been here 34 years. The store has given easily 250,000 lessons one at a time, about 10,000 a year. That slows up as the kids start to take it less and less. And uh, but as far as just guitars, not necessarily. There was a time when I would have. The marketing mix here has changed to suit the area. There was a time I had five stores, one inside Sears Roebuck, one in the Cypress Point Shopping Center, one in the uh, East Lake area, one in um, 
and one up in Newport Ritchie. And then eventually I just boiled it all right down to my curler location, bought the location, and, and uh, just satisfied with this, which I'm, I'm kind of glad that I did. Okay. And your main focus now is what? My main focus is just, you know, to keep it going. It's pretty retentive at this point. Uh, the doors open. They walk in. I've got a great location. So, um, you know, they, they just walk in. Whatever whatever walks in, I help somebody with. Sometimes I feel that this is more like a, um, uh, a soda fountain place. People just coming in and, and gathering and seeing what they need. Sometimes we sell them something. Sometimes we send them to our friends and our partners in the business. Uh, I don't really feel that the music industry is in competition with itself. Anybody that's around here has been near me or I've ever been near. I know we've all helped each other either directly, unintentionally or unintentionally. Somebody buys a guitar somewhere, they come to me for something. That's pretty much what it's all about. Where it comes from sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I don't even, don't always really even know. But it's, it comes, they walk in, they're here. And, um, you know, and, and all us little guys can, I mean, we've seen all the giants fall. The big boys put the big boys out of business. The thoroughbreds and whatnot, they were all put out of business. But the little guys all still survived. We've lived in the shadow of the giants always. So, and, uh, and that's how we survive. It's almost like a little cottage industry, isn't it, in a way? No question about it. No question about it. We all have that insatiable desire and love for the business. And, 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 and now, in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't get that corporate job because... I've got to experience, you know, to, to share and, and, and pass on the talent. One thing for me that has always been a steady flow of income, though, has been music lessons. Um, and when the big boys weren't interested in it, well, that was all the better for us. I mean, a steady flow, somebody coming in once a week, you know, buy a guitar somewhere, but, you know, come to me and, 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 uh, and take a lesson once a week. If you do the math, you're actually better off. Now this weekend is the uh, international, the Orlando International Guitar and Music Expo, and my guess is this has been going on for a number of years. I've been there for the last four or five years, so you've been there before too, right? Oh, absolutely. I picked up a 19, um, 1976, uh, 1976 square neck maple body uh, resophonic uh, uh, guitar dobro. And uh, matter of fact, I just used it on a session uh, this past year with a fellow named Alexander Long Rifle. And yeah, man, y- you want to go to heaven, go there. <laughs> I mean, I'm so proud that those guys, you know, I mean, Orlando, what, what, what a situation. I mean, that is, that is just absolutely man cave. And, and the nice thing about something like that, first of all, people have to realize that not everything there is $10,000, $20,000, and $30,000. There are really good deals that are able, and you can see, feel, and touch. You don't buy musical instruments without playing them. You know, maybe a harmonica, maybe an effects pedal, but not a guitar, not a fretted instrument or or anything like that. So I'm proud they're here, and uh, we certainly welcome them. Would it be fair to say, and I know you do, but would it be fair to say that all you small guys that have the neighborhood, you know, the fund uh, kind of, uh, you know, interactable, kind of like uh, guitar stores. Basically, a lot of you guys are musicians that actually play, still play, a lot of gigs around the area, don't you? Oh, yes, yes. I'm with a doo-wop group now that's been in existence here since 1963 called The Impacts. They were part of the Dick Clark Caravan of Stars. Um, and, you know, seeing the evolution of the guitars, um, I've crossed over into a, a tremendous amount of genres. I've seen them come and go. Uh, and right now I play with the Impacts. We do, I do about about 10 gigs a month with them, of course, sessions. The, the multiple instrument helps. I've, uh, I, about two years ago, I was with a group called the Cracker Billies. I played banjo and dobro with them. Um, even done a little reggae. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there, though. <laughs> but, uh, and I want to thank you for your support of the music industry because um, I know how much you love it and you share our passion, so it's not hard to explain it to you. I'm very proud and thankful for what you do. Well, good. Now, we're just about up against the clock here a little bit, but uh, why don't you go ahead and share with everybody how they can find out more about Jim Terry Music and how they can get a hold of you, let's say, if they want to take uh, guitar lessons or buy an instrument. 
Okay, the best way to get a hold of me is on the good old landline here at 727-789-6787, or just stop in. I'm always here. Um, I'm never more than a phone call away, which is 727-789-6787. If I don't have it, I'll send you to one of my friends in the industry that do. I think, truthfully, people in music stores, if they're genuine, they enjoy referring something to somebody else or helping something. Even if I don't have it, I'm just grateful for the fact that somebody gave me a shot at the sale and, uh, and, and go from there. So phone number is the best way to get a hold of me. Super. All right, well, Jim, you take care. I'll probably see you this weekend if you're going to be up there at the uh, Orlando International Music Expo in Orlando. And uh, I'll stop on by, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll pick some strings with you. Great. I hope they have a, a, a wonderful show, and, and thank you for having me. Good night. All right, thank you very much. All right, hey, uh, let's see. Tommy, I think we got something on the turntable, don't we? And then we got a couple commercials, then we're going to bring our next guest on. And naturally, tonight is all about music. Now, this song goes out to one of our uh, favorite listeners. Uh, he's a big Elton John fan, so here's a little Elton John for you. This is kind of like kills two birds with one stone for you there, buddy. So, uh, ready, Rob? This one goes out to you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. Hey everybody, this is Andy Powell, guitarist, Wishbone Ash, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, 
Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgia Radio Cars, and welcome to the special Orlando International Guitar and Music Expo edition of Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And it's time to introduce our next guest. Now, uh, we're kind of like on this music thing, which uh, I'm a huge guitar fan, obviously. And like I said before, nothing goes better than with cars than guitars. And uh, there's another local shop in town. It's called Stevie B's. I've been going there for years and years and years and years. And I'm delighted to welcome the uh, owner and manager of Stevie B's, Bear. Bear, are you there? <laughs> Yes, sir. How you doing, Robert? You know, all these years I've known you, I've just referred to you as Bear. I didn't even know your last name, but it's uh, it doesn't really matter. We'll just call you Bear. Sounds good. Sounds good. So tell us a little bit about Stevie B's. Uh, Stevie B's, actually, we're, we're approaching our 22nd year wow. in business. Uh, that should be in March. Uh, we've been at this first location right there in Clearwater on US-19, uh, just south of Curly Road. We've been there since 1996, and uh, we're essentially a one-stop shop. I mean, we have uh, lessons. We have in-store repairs on both guitars and tube amplifiers, uh, all manner of uh, vintage guitars, new, used, anything from your, you know, $100 Squire up to, you know, a couple $10,000 uh, vintage Gibsons, things like that that we've had come through the shop over the years. Wow. Now, what uh, what's what's some of the featured guitars you got hanging on the, uh, on the wall this week? Uh, I have a beautiful 1982 Les Paul Standard, which is a, a custom color. It's a candy apple red, uh, Tim Shaw pickups, gold hardware. It's a, a gorgeous piece. It's a kind of a time capsule. Wow, that's cool. I, I've got a few um, more modern pieces. I have a great uh, Lackland four-string bass, beautiful gold sparkle finish. Uh, that's a, a custom build for a, a gentleman named... Uh, Tim Osborne, I'm not really sure. He must be someone in, in a band somewhere, but uh, not really familiar with his music, but he makes a fine bass. Okay. Now, um, tell us a little bit about guitars. So we've got uh, four-string basses, five-string basses, six-string basses, six-string guitars, uh, rhythm and lead, and 12-strings. And what else is out there that I forgot? Uh, well, now a lot of the, the younger guys who are doing some of the heavier rock are using uh, seven and eight-strings guitars that allow for uh, a couple lower strings so they can get that real heavy crunch sound that they're looking for. Um, there was even a, a pretty interesting guitar built by Alvarez. It was actually a uh, nine string, which um, had your standard three bass strings, and then the G, B, and E, the three treble strings, were actually doubled to give a quasi-12 string effect. Really? So it's fair to, fair to say that just like we hot rod cars... Guitar guys, hot rod guitars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all manner of uh, modifications from simple things as your you know, preferred gauge of string, your preferred uh, setup, but there's also ways to mod the electronics. You can place pickups. You can do different types of switching, uh, different tone controls. So it really is up to the player. And for me, uh, I'm personally a big uh, Fender guitar fan. They happen to be some of the easiest guitars to modify. Now, the uh, guitars, for example, the two predominant brands, at least when I was younger, was fit, was Gibson, Fender, you had Gretsch's, and you had, um, let's see, what else was there? Uh, Rickenbackers. Okay, those were the most four most notable because those are the ones that most of your bands played. But Fender and Gibson were the predominant guitars in the United States. Yeah. Is it, is it still pretty much that way, and is there a tremendous loyalty between those two, those two guitar brands? Oh, definitely. Yeah, your, your average person who... Uh, doesn't even play guitar. They know Fender. They know Gibson because they know, you know, Clapton, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, they see a Stratocaster or they see a Telecaster in somebody's hands and they know immediately that's a Fender guitar. Uh, but then, you know, you've got Jimmy Page and Flash and, you know, some of these other guys playing Gibsons. They see Angus Young with his SG and those are just iconic pieces. And uh, really, they are the, they're the flathead and the Phillips head screwdriver in your toolbox as a guitar player. You know, you got to have your Fender sound. you got to have your Gibson sound. Speaking of sound, let's talk a little about uh, amplifiers and pedals. Sure. you got, you got a good selection of that up there, too. I know that because the whole walls are lined up with those. Yeah, absolutely. We are a, uh, we're a Vox dealer, so um, we just got a beautiful AC-15 in. That's uh, going to give you that real Beatle-y sound. I mean, that's your, you know, your UK guys were using Voxes, the Who, um, Beatles, you know, those type of guys, but... Personally, I'm a uh, Fender amplifier fan as well. Uh, great, chimey, ringing, clean. I mean, nothing comes close to a Fender clean. Uh, but the other you know, side of that coin is the Marshall. That's the ultimate rock and roll amplifier. Okay. 
And uh, so if you're a big uh, Ted Nugent fan, he's always got his uh, stage line with Marshalls, right? Um, actually, I believe Ted Nugent, strangely enough, plays a, uh, I want to say it's a Fender um, Dual Showman. And I think it was Dick oh, really? Dale who, who also played those. Um, it's a very clean amplifier, and uh, Ted Nugent uses his, um, he has a Gibson guitar, uh, Birdland, which right. he's most famously known for. But uh, I do believe he's a, uh, a Fender amplifier fan. Interesting. Now, this weekend is the uh, Orlando International Guitar and Expo, or Music Expo. And I know you guys have been there every year that I've been there and long before I've been going there. So tell us about some of the unique guitars that you and Stevie are going to bring. Oh, man. I You know, I get surprised every year by what Stevie pulls out of the vault. <laughs> uh, the vault. The I like that. The vault. <laughs> okay. Everything uh, from year to year. I mean, he's got so many unique different pieces. Um, we have some great uh, sort of under-the-radar pieces from Japan. Uh, such as Tysco's. We have some cool European guitars, such as Hagstrom's and uh, Vox's, all vintage, of course. Uh, he'll be bringing some some more modern pieces, a couple Paul Reed Smith guitars. Uh, he's got some great vintage straps he's bringing with him. And uh, one of my favorite pieces is a uh, it's a Nova guitar, which was built by a local luthier back in the 1980s, a, a gentleman named John Buscarino, who now uh, builds very high-end uh, archtop guitars in the mountains up in the Carolinas. Really? You mentioned luthier. Now I want to. I'm going to make this a two-part question. You do guitar setups, so tell us the difference between you doing guitar setups and what a luthier actually does for our listeners. Sure, uh, I would consider myself a, a technician more so than a luthier. Okay. Um, I would say you know for me doing uh, work on electronics, doing setups, doing you know general maintenance type stuff and general repairs, uh, whereas a luthier is someone who actually builds a guitar from the ground up. I mean, they choose the wood, they uh, they carve the neck, they fret the instrument, you know, install the frets, and, uh, you know, basically they can look at a tree and they can picture a guitar and they can, you know, make it happen from there. Okay. Now, you as a technician, let's say, for example, I bring you my guitar and it's totally out of tune, totally out of whack, and let's just say there's a little bend or a warp in my neck. Can you straighten that out or is the neck an issue and does that have to go to a luthier? Because you got the truss rod in there, so... Tell us how you would uh, handle that one, what you would recommend to me as if I was your customer. Sure. Uh, generally, the, the truss rod will do most of the work for us. You know, we're able to, uh, you know, get the neck straightened out. Sometimes you do actually have to put a little pressure and force the bow out of the neck, so to speak. You actually have to, um, you know, straighten it out manually and then and tighten the truss rod so you get, uh, you know, a good hold on the neck and straighten it out that way. Um, most of the time, you know, many people pick up used guitars or they get them secondhand. And uh, most of it just comes down to what we call a basic setup, which is, like we just talked about, a neck adjustment, and then uh, some, just some fine-tuning of the bridge, checking the uh, height of the strings, which we call action, to get it as comfortable and as playable as possible, and then adjusting the intonation, which is just you know, the general idea that the guitar sounds in tune up and down the neck, no matter where we fret it. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Frets. Fret wear is generally where? It's usually close to the nut, which is the bottom part towards the headstock of a guitar, or is there a generally, can there be a lot of fret wear at the top end near the uh, bridge pickup? You know, it really depends on the player. Okay. Uh, you know, back in the day, you'd get some, some guys who kept it in the, what we call the cowboy chord, you know, just your, your basic open chords in the first, you know, two or three frets. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd see a, a significant amount of fret wear there, but different types of players, depending on, you know, how far up the neck they choose to travel. Um, your common spots for fret wear, though, are uh, just like what you said, about the first five frets or so. And, uh, you know, you may have some, some minor wear further up the neck, but for the most part, you know, the significant uh, wear and the significant uh, damage, so to speak, would be in the early, you know, first, you know, three to five frets, okay. which a lot of times can be, uh, you know, just taken care of with what we call a fret dress, which okay. is essentially a leveling of the frets. Uh, but other times, it, it will require replacement. Okay. So the fret dressing is something that you can do. Do you actually replace the frets if you have to? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. I mean, uh, do you do that? Do you, do you guys do that there? Uh, we do. Yeah, we have okay. a great technician uh, who was uh, the, the guy who trained me, who uh, takes care of all that stuff for us out of his wood shop in Palm Harbor. Oh, super. Okay. Great. Well, um, you're going to be at the uh, Orlando International Guitar Music Expo this weekend. We'll most certainly see you there. Why don't you give a shout-out to everybody and tell them how they can find out about Stevie B's up in Crystal – up, you're up in uh, North 19 there. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, 30111 US 19 North. 
That's Clearwater, Florida. We are on the east side of the road, right on US-19. Uh, we're right next door to Dan's Fan City, which seems to be a pretty big landmark. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're we're on Facebook, uh, Stevie B's Guitars. You can check us out online at stevieb's.com, or you can give us a shout at 727-785-9106. Super. Well, Bear, thanks for coming on the show. Um, I'll stop in. I know you guys got a good selection of contemporary, and, of course, my my, my thing is vintage guitars. i got to check out see what your vintage guitar selection looks like. And uh, we'll see you this weekend at the uh, Orlando International Guitar Music Expo. Sounds great, Robert. Thanks for having me. Okay, take care. Goodbye. You too, buddy. Bye. All right. Well, I think we got another guest coming on the show here in a few minutes. we got somebody online? Not yet? Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, guitars and music, and while uh, um, Tommy gets our next guest on the line, and that is the founder and promoter of the uh, Orlando International Guitar Expo. And, you know, if nothing else, even if you just have an interest, I urge you guys to go over there and check it out. It's off Colonial Drive, not too far from the interstate. And the, the thing about music, music's fun. It's therapy. It's rewarding. It's just like you can relate to it. And you know what? It's not that hard because if you just do the basic chords like we're talking there's really like seven or eight chords rhythm chords that you learn and you can play probably 60 70 percent of the songs out there particularly stuff that uh you know the the nostalgic stuff out of the 50s 60s and 70s so uh also i want to give a, a shout out to clay's guitar he's up on us 19 in tarpon springs 38874 us 19 if you want to give clay's a, a call his number is 727-935-4855 now clay has got a real interesting shop he's probably got the coolest most nostalgic shop in the area because it epitomizes a man cave now if you walk into my good friend jim terry and you walk into stevie b's they they look like a a, a music store okay what Clay did, he turned his into a museum, you know, just the way he's got it. Because he doesn't only have guitars in there. He's got one room where he's got all this nostalgic uh, electronics. He's got uh, uh, pictures on the wall. He's got posters. He's got uh, car stuff. He collects cars. He's really into toy cars and stuff like that. And he, too, has contemporary vintage guitars. He's got amplifiers. He's got pedals. He's got all kinds of guitar accessories. So be sure and go visit my friends. In fact, visit all my friends, Clay's Guitar, Jim Terry's. Um, Stevie B's, and if you're on the other side of the bay, don't forget to check out Replay Guitar and go see Kent and those guys. And I always mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, you never know, you get a little discount on something. So uh, we got a next guest on the line? I'm having a little phone number issue, Robert. Uh-oh. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you throw a song on the on the turntable there real quick? Let's fire up that transistor radio, and then I'll go over there because my chicken scratch is absolutely terrible, and poor Tommy over there is trying to do the best job he can, and I can't write right. So let me... Uh, Remove my headphones here while you guys listen to some really cool, groovy music. And uh, don't forget, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars right here on the Tantalk Radio Network every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network for the most legendary and fascinating names in motorsports and music, too. So uh, don't touch the dial. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Nick Mason from Pink Floyd, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and it's uh, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. It's time to introduce the founder of the Orlando International Guitar and Music Expo. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening. Welcome back, in fact, Marty Beckman. Marty, how you doing? Hey, great, Robert. How are things over there? Pretty good. We just had uh, Bear from Stevie B's. He was telling us about all the cool guitars he's going to bring. And we had uh, Jim Terry on a few minutes when he was telling us how the, all the cool guitars that he bought over at the uh, Music Guitar Expo in Expo. Orlando. Oh, yeah. last year probably. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. This is really terrific, uh, Robert. Um, I expect there will be a, a quite a collection of guitars, old, new, vintage you name it, I myself am going to bring a couple of really nice guitars from the 30s and 40s. I've been speaking to dealers all week about what they're going to bring, and everybody is excited. We are um, one or two spaces away from being sold out. If there's anybody out there that would like to come, we can. We do have a couple of places we could fit people in, but we are close to being sold out. Uh, Robert, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Anything else? What else is going on up there? Well, you tell us. your your show. So when you say the vendors, you're almost like two away from being sold out. Tell us a little bit about what our listeners can expect. How many vendors are there? How many people show up there? And just a rough idea. How many guitars? Because it's like a guitar forest when it you get up there. R- literally, literally thousands and thousands and thousands of guitars. And uh, the dealers will probably number up into two or three hundred individual buyers, sellers, and traders. And I would think that we'll have everything from pedals. Um, I know we've got one guy that does nothing but pedals. We've got another guy that does 80s guitars. We've got, of course, some of your guys that you know from your area, Replay Guitar Exchange and Stevie B. A few of these guys. I have some people coming from as far away as Wisconsin and Arkansas. Nashville, Tennessee, um, New York, uh, um, Pennsylvania, you name it. We have people coming from everywhere, people from South Florida, um, Orlando, Daytona. Um, We're going to have, I don't even, you know, I never can tell exactly who's going to bring what, but everybody tends to bring their very best stuff because they know we're going to have a lot of buyers involved in the show for the whole weekend. We have uh, one day for for dealers only on Friday, but on when the public comes in on Saturday and Sunday, it is trading. It is elbow to elbow. We are very, 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 very busy. You can hardly move in that room on Saturday, Robert, and that is a fact. Wow. Now, tell us a little bit about um, those, those guitars, guitar accessories. So let's say someone like me that has a vintage guitar and I'm looking for bits and pieces. That's the ideal place here in the southeast. It's one of the best events if I was out there and I was looking to restore my guitar or even looking to hot rod my guitar, I'd want to go to this event, the Guitar Expo out there in Orlando. And so what are the other things that you're going to have there besides guitars? And besides, well, everybody and, brings what their stock is. There okay. should be a lot of parts. You should be able to pick up uh, necks, bodies. Um, you don't really – it's really hard to say, but everybody brings their best stuff. Like I said, I know guys will bring parts. There will be vintage parts, probably new and used parts. There will be um, ways to make contact with people that build guitars. Uh, we have a custom, couple of custom builders coming. Um, we, it is really an event that has almost everything, something for everyone when it comes down to it. And it's only the one weekend on Saturday and Sunday, February 3rd and 4th. So if people come over, I guarantee you for the small price of admission, they will not be disappointed. There will be so much for everybody to see, buy, sell, trade. Even if you just want to look at cool guitars, there will be thousands of them. Well, one of the things that um, that Bear said and what uh, Jim Terry said is like when the thing about your event over there, when you're buying a guitar, the cool thing is you can actually sit there and play them. I mean, guys have amplifiers there for sale, you know, modern ones, vintage ones. So you can actually sit down, you can actually jam with some of those guys. And you're cool with all that, aren't you? Yeah, we do like it. We also have a couple of amp builders that are coming. Um, we have, uh, like I said, a, a couple of custom guitar guys, people with parts. Um, it's, there probably will be some accessories as well. Um, it's hard to say what everybody's going to bring, but I can I can tell you that everyone comes 
with the idea in mind that, hey, I'm going to take my best stuff over there because I know there are going to be buyers everywhere. We are going to have the place just full of buyers, sellers, and traders. And I look forward to it every year, Robert, because it's I get excited about it. I, I almost always buy a guitar or two. I claim I'm not going to do it, but when I get there, I say, oh, no, i got to have this one and i got to have that one. So I generally take a couple to sell and come home with more. But I like it. And um, I, I, it's something that I've enjoyed for many, many, many years, playing guitars, collecting guitars, uh, buying, selling, and trading guitars. Tell us about some of the, uh, because it's a huge crowd, tell us about some of the celebrities that just uh, happen to kind of wander through there. Well, you never know who's going to show up. Rick Derringer was there for a couple of years. Uh, I can remember seeing Billy Gibbons once upon a time uh, some years ago. Um, it, you can't ever tell who's going to come through. Um, the guys from, from Stevie Ray Vaughan's band were at the show one year. You can't ever tell who's going to come. Larry Coryell, um, it's unfortunate, but Larry Coryell is a famous jazz guitarist and a fine guitarist, passed away last year, but he had been coming for many, many years. And just sitting and playing with a few of the guys that he knew that were dealers. And we never know who's going to come, Robert. It, it is an open event, and we allow anybody to come that would like to. Any, any dealers that want to come are welcome. Any members of the public that want to come are welcome for both days or the dealers for all three days. Okay. I think last year we met uh, John, I think his name's Middleton, but he's uh, one of the guitarists for uh, the um, the uh, the orchestra. What is it, the one that does the, um, oh, I can't think of it right now. Well, it doesn't really matter. What, also, we will have people here, um, guys, local local bands. There, there are a lot of our dealers are actually uh, gigging musicians that are in two or three or four more or more bands in the uh, Daytona and and Orlando and even probably some guys over your way that have guitar trading uh, businesses, but they also have gigging musicians, friends that they play in bands. And so there'll be a lot of that. There'll be a lot of people just playing here and there as we walk around. Uh, I, that's one of the parts of it that I enjoy the most is to see the guys, the traders, to hear people play. The best guitar players I've ever heard in my life were at guitar shows. I know there are a lot of great guitar players that are famous and make money um, selling their, their venues out, but you will hear really, really fine guitar players. And not only that, but a lot of young people come, and we see young people, youngs, even teenagers, down as, as young as teenagers that are really fine players. And they will sit and play and maybe buy themselves a new guitar or maybe buy a new amp. Uh, we've got the guys from Valve Train in Orlando that build really beautiful uh, tube amps. They're going to be there. Um, we're going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of different things. Um, I, everybody brings their best stuff, Robert, and that's one of the things that I like the most about it. Um, Amplified Parts from Arizona is coming to hand out flyers and uh, cards for so people can get their um, catalogs and be able to buy parts for their amps or their or their guitars. Um, like I said, people from all over the state of Florida, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, we, we're having people coming, Kentucky, we have people coming from many, many, many states. And everybody comes with the same idea. Hey, let's do some trading. We have uh, Mike Harrison of Harrison Luthery Works will be there and he will be set up to uh, repair people's guitars or set them up, you know, fix the action, make sure everything is good in the intonation. Um, we'll have a, a couple of people selling T-shirts. We have banana guitars from Vero Beach that sells really, really, really cool uh, old T-shirts and T-shirt patterns that people haven't seen for a long time from vintage um, types of amps and guitars. And it, it should be really, really interesting. And this year there are some new vendors. We have the people from Homestead Amps in Pennsylvania are coming. They build uh, they build tube amps for um, the Almond Brothers, um, Government Mule, uh, Warren Haynes. A lot, a lot of high-end stuff, nice stuff will be there. And it's most always, there's almost always something affordable for everyone. I even personally am going to have a few uh, guitars, nice guitars, but guitars that can be afforded afforded by younger younger people, maybe a dad who wants to buy his guitar, his kid a first guitar, will have a lot of that. 
You know, it sounds like the music industry is uh, pretty much thriving and very much alive and well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, what, what I see basically, what, what, what I see when I look around is that all of these people, almost all of them are individual entrepreneurs. And the business that they do, what they want to do with their time is to be in and around guitars and music. And I remember many, many years ago when I first started playing, I found I've never quit playing. I've been playing for years and years and years. But one of the things I found was that buying and selling and trading guitars kept me close to the music in another way. Maybe we would go out and do a gig, but then another time we would be in a shop buying a guitar or selling a guitar, and we would be around music and musicians at the same time as trading with guitars. And a lot of people do that and find that it, it's an augment to the playing. It, it helps you to stay close to the music. Wow. All right, we're up against the clock, so one more time, why don't you tell everybody about uh, the uh, International Orlando International Guitar Music Expo and how they can find that. They basically go oh, to the website, right? Yes, they can go to the website at guitarexpo.net and download the information. It is at the Central Florida Fairgrounds in Orlando at 4603 West Colonial Drive, Orlando 32808. But if they go to the website, all the information, if they go to Central Florida Fairgrounds website, they have our, our event up on their website. So that's two places where they can find us. And, Robert, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, all the best to everybody in your listening audience. And thank you a lot. Okay. Well, we'll see you there. And, by the way, it was uh, John from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's who was there this week. Oh, yeah, right. Right. right but... And you know, I'll see you um, on Saturday, right, Robert? You Are bet. You I'll, be, I'll be there on Saturday. And, yep. Yeah, thanks a lot. Okay, take care. Hey, I want to thank Bye. all my listeners for tuning in. Thank you, Morty. We'll see you there on uh, Saturday at the uh, Orlando International Music Guitar Music Expo. In the meantime, I want to tell all my listeners, don't forget, check out our website, GolfSteamBotorsports.com. Tune in every Tuesday night here on the Tantalk Radio Network through 7 to 8 p.m. Tell your friends. And not only will we see you at some of the car shows, but we're going to see you at the Orlando International Guitar Music Expo this weekend. Take care, everybody. Don't forget to love your family, stay safe, and drive carefully. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.